I never needed to see the master bum the doctor. Yes, yeah, yellow fever and how to cure it. I ain't never even time long enough I'm asked. Welcome to the Stardog Podcast, a very exciting edition of this podcast about the most obscure elements of pop culture as we hurtle like a blind eunuch into the second half century of uh, exciting meanderings. Uh, so I'm Ralph. Uh, I'm Andy, and you can't help but notice that we've rejigged the theme tune for our second half century. It's true, um, since the last podcast I've recovered from arm pain. Yes. Uh, spent a couple of weeks off my tips on very strong uh, drugs due to back pain. And hope very much that no more pain will befall me. However, this episode may in fact involve pain. Uh, Why is that, Andy? Uh, because we have a, a gift. A very substantial gift. Whoa, let's not break it. Okay, okay. Now, uh, this isn't a gift from a regular uh, friend of the podcast, uh, Little Philip Pierce. No. And what would you have to say, Phil, for us not... Uh, who does have a gift for us, which will be a future podcast. So, what do you have to say about being gazumped in the first half century of Starbuck, Phil? I thought as much. He just goes up to us by saying hello to Nick Walsh first. Didn't he? That bastard! Swine. So anyway, this is uh, from a friend of the show, Mr. J.D. Mr. J.D., you may recall from many episodes ago when he... Uh, Moomin trolled Ralph rather spectacularly. <laughs> yes, the Moomin troll man himself. <laughs> anyway, the Moomin troll man has sent us a, a package now. Um, it's on a George Foreman uh, uh, grill. Which is quite large. Uh, Andy told me he'd sent a package and I thought... Ah, it's probably uh, some more DVD type trolling, so uh, I wasn't prepared to find such a large thing. Now, um, there's also an envelope or of some kind uh, attached, attached with instructions. Read this read first. first. So, so Andy using the power of scissors to free the envelope, which apparently we should read live uh, before we uh, figure out what's in it, and then explore the exciting contents for you. Yes, you, the waiting listener. So we got the envelope. I wonder what I've won. We're having some kind of award ceremony. Yeah, it's opening the envelope. It's uh, really moist of anticipation here. Uh, what, what, what's that? Oh, oh, here we go. It's, it's coming. It's coming. It's still coming. How could you? It's coming faster than a 70 year old at least. Come on, you can do it. Come on, come on, good pull. Just try not to damage the letter within. Okay. Have you found it yet? Here we go. Right, give it a half. Here we go. Oh, it's a tight. Uh, so, before Andy opens the box, because we won't hear me over the opening of the box. Um, Merry Tatmus, says the letter. Season's greetings, gentlemen. Is this, was this sent a while ago? Yeah, remember, you've um, been out of the game for. Ah, yes, I've been ill with the assailants. It is that time of year where we huddle together and give a middle finger to the evils of man. And give thanks for that which we hold dear. Stuff. Tat, to be more precise. Wonderful tat, like which the world has... Dot, dot, dot. See? Or has it remained... Unseen. Anyway, as is tradition, we celebrate the acquisition of stuff 
when the giving of more stuff to people whom will then possibly, will possibly likewise reciprocate in a golden rule kind of situation with the giving of stuff. It's all very touching really. And to this end I have assembled for you, hosts of the podcast of Star Dumbing, a veritable Aladdin's cave, open bracket, yonder cardboard box, close bracket, brimming with, all caps, multitudinous wonders of variable quality, end uh, caps. It is my fondest desire, sorry, it is my fondest hope that you receive these gifts in the spirit in which they were intended. Many bothans die to bring you this information. Lots of love. Jai. So that's, that's what he's... Is this, is this an entire box of Bob Mothbus? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll be like going back to Asda again when they had the big end cap of Bob Mothbus. Uh, at least Jar Jar did something. Yeah, yeah, he offended the... Uh, Many communities. Okay, so the top flap is open. The top flap is open. It's now been pulled aside. Oh, hang on, what's this? What's <laughs> no, this? It's an envelope with number four. <laughs> no, I think we should do them in some kind of order if they're numbered. It's too late you've opened it. What is it? It says you have reached what I like to call level 3.2. Dare you step forth, brave adventurer? By now, you ex- I expect you've opened the smaller of the packages. Won't see you. Are you men? Are you mice? P.S. The battery has a rubber shimmer wrapped around it. It's required to give it sufficient tension for it to mate with the contacts inside your electronica. Maybe you may need some joy. <laughs> what the... I think we should start at number one. I believe. Right. That's, num- that's number three. three. That's number, number one. Number one. Number one. Right. right. So that'll be four. Four was... That's two. And that's five and six. So yeah. Yeah, right. So number four was some kind of toilet. Yeah. So, um, well, number one, I'll check for a book token. Let me have a check. Ah, just in case. Oh, that's the thing about the world of digital entertainment. You get book tokens anywhere. It's not the same as getting like a code. Put it in your code on a website. What, what do you think that is? It looks like some. It's an action figure of sorts. Yeah, I think so. Uh huh. Yeah. It's nice to get Christmas in February, isn't it? It's true. It is. What have you got there? What have you got? It's exciting. Oh, oh, oh. oh. It's, it's a. It's. It's films the world from back to 80s. Three whatever fictional architect. Is it Tiger? It is. Oh, does it have a set square? No. Oh, that's, that's disappointing. Well, that it, wasn't too bad. It has a flexible curve for drawing drawing lines, though. It does, not it? Uh, Thundercats, we should explain, was the recent attempt at reviving the show, which... Has killed it. Stone Dead for about a decade. Some, however, while we're talking about the subject of Thundercats, we can't let one important uh, piece of information go by. Now... What outlasted both the cartoon and the toy line uh, was, bizarrely enough, the UK comic. Yes. <laughs> they outlasted it in a fairly unique manner, I think you'll find. It outlasted the content that was paid for for it. That's correct. Do you know how uh, sometimes, uh, when, particularly in olden days, like the 80s, uh, comics would be cancelled and there would be exciting news about this comic and it meant the structure of life would be inventory that would get dumped. There was an old uh, maxim in British comics publishing called Hatched, Matched and Dispatched, yes. which is launch a new title, uh, when it starts, sales start to drop off, hive off the best features for it that are most popular, put it in one of, the, one of your other titles, it gets the sales bump. Yes. In fact, the last time I saw it, in, I can think of in the UK, was when there was the Transformers animated comic, which died at issue three, and then the main comic, which was retitled Transformers Universe for a while, suddenly had a third animated strip for the few months yeah. after, <laughs> <laughs> not long after it was cancelled. So it does happen. But anyway, the point is that the 
the UK Thundercats comic ran to 11 issues, but for the last couple of issues, I, the comic didn't actually have a comic strip in it. Which is unique. It's, it's unusual for a, a cancelled comic to outlast the cancellation of the actual comic, yet still exists. It's some sort of yeah. Schrodinger's kind of bi-temporal... I don't have an end of sentence thing. Uh, true, you're, you just have the waffle fish now. <laughs> I have started the waffle fish. Um, but there we go, I think level one wasn't too bad. No, well, and That's that will be yours because I, I already own a tiger. Oh, well, thank you, I don't own a tiger. Now you do. Now we'll have a plastic representation of one of the hosts of the Back to the 80s podcast. Uh, called Phil. Not our Phil, the other Phil. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's, that's fine, I don't, don't feel fear at all. Let's go to level two. Can I open level two? Yeah, oh, no, 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 no. I've handed the scissors over to Ralph, which is never I'm going to use my hands. He's decided to use his thumbs. Oh, you fucking man. There we go. That is a theme here. <laughs> <laughs> There's a theme. Um, it's more Thundercats. Uh, this time we've got Lionel and the Mum of Ra. Well done. That's again, however, uh, it's not. That's not filling me with fear. In fact, at this point, I'm starting to think that Jai is actually a nice man. That's true because uh, I have Thundercats toys that are already so yours. Yeah, you know all that space you've reclaimed yeah. the Transformers. It's now got some Thundercats in it. But so far, I'm not seeing any awfulness. I know. I mean, yeah. Let's go. Right, listen, go to level three. It's like Zardos. So I got all the, the, the metal type people get the other metal type people say, go to level two. Oh, you've been teabagged. <laughs> oh, you've been utterly fucked up the bottom. <laughs> oh, you've been like one man's so happy. You can take that one home, chum. That toy's for you. You get to keep it home to yourself. What have you won? <laughs> I've got my little pony Twilight, Twilight Sparkle. Oh, <laughs> now I'd like to understand uh, from pony fans that Twilight Sparkle is is quite the star of the show. Apparently, uh, apparently she's invited to the pony wedding. Is she indeed? Is she getting married or being forcibly married? I don't know. Being forced to. I'm unaware of the, the pony fiction. I kept trying to watch the cartoon, and it just wasn't for me. Yeah. Okay, but you, now you get to uh, you get to <laughs> uh, you get to comb his hair. One of those hair, that's nice. Um, Bloody hell! Okay, your slot begins. <laughs> uh, level four is we now know. I just, I just want to double check that it doesn't have a book token. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm I want a fucking. I want to take a token on the top and get a book. Right. So this was level three point two. Uh, yeah. Right. So we've got you five now, which means it's my turn. I'll try to do five. It's got some sort of shiggliness in it. I kind of got that. No, I'm not going to use the scissors. I'm a man. Look at this. It's a squirrel scramble knockoff type thing. Rock and roll maze. Again? From, from Tony. That's quite splendid. Uh, what we have here is uh, it's, a, it's a board game. Can you guide the ball through all the obstacles in and out of the maze? It's a race against time. And it's a square ball scramble type affair. Where you, you move you move the ball around the maze. And uh, oh there's things inside the box. Things inside the box. Uh, we've also got some Lego. Oh unknown origin. Some Lego, Lego things and bags. 
Now we've got some Lego planets. Uh, some, uh, there's some Lego. I don't know what that makes up. There's a bat in It's a Lego pod racer. Okay. It's a... It's a ball bat. Yeah. And uh, there's the aforementioned battery for the, uh, the uh, rock and roll. Yes. That will be for our future podcast. Yes, yes. It's, uh, for okay. the, the mighty conquest of... I'm still waiting on the table on this. Let's go to level six. Are you going to use your hands and so So. I'm having to take you to the Fuck you! I trapped. The crazy game of the action contraption. It's true. I believe we will be fighting against each other on this in a future podcast. I think you'll find I'll beat you like I beat you at all things. Really? Yes. Such as the Eman board game? That was a tactical withdrawal. Uh, at the Battle Hall. I'll beat you the Battle Hall again oh. at Christmas time. Just oh. because it wasn't on this podcast, I think we'll find that I beat you. No. I beat you. I beat you. I won. I won. I won. Who was on your team? I won the Battle Hall. Who was on your team? Doesn't matter. Was it a solo effort? I was. I still beat you. Where are you standing alone? I, I did it. Where are you standing alone? Where are you standing alone? Yes or no? Doesn't matter. Where are you standing alone? Team. Where are you standing alone, Tory politician boy? Answer the fucking question. Team. Where are you Team. on your own? Teamwork is important. Is it fuck? It is. Shut your hole. Why are you on your own? What's inside the box, Andy? No trap. <laughs> I'd like to come out. That's what's in the box, and not me breaking wind contemptuously. There we go. There's more. <laughs> it's not mouse trap. It's not mouse trap. Well, well, uh, well yeah, yeah, very good. Yeah, uh, yeah. Joy is taken away. That's it. I knew you'd get it. Like, I've got your mouse trap. You're like, yes. No, you're not. Would you like to open the first fairy girl? I want that fairy girl one just because. There we go. Yeah, fairy girl. I'll open this up. I actually figured out something. Oh fuck you! <laughs> fuck off! Get the fucking it! Who the f- It's fucking Niam Niam for the Niam Niam, Austin, the numbnuts! The shittest character! He ruined fucking Star Wars! Chewbacca was piloting the Millennium Falcon, everyone was fine. He pilots I can't believe that! It's, it's on the fucking card as well! Height <laughs> 1.6 metres, status. Rebel Fire Navigator. Classification, so last affiliation double lines. Then it was blaster piss. Look, oh, hang on, wait a minute, before you go on that. Well, look what I could have won. <laughs> I could have got Lando Carvizian and Skiff Guard disguise. Yeah. Bid Fortuna, Emperor Palpatine, Luke Skywalker, Stormtrooper disguise figure, Bosk, Luke Skyhopper, or the Electronic Rebel Snowspeeder. And what did I get? Fucking numb nuts. <laughs> Even look shit. Look! Shiny, shiny car on the front. Shiny, Ralph. Oh, shiny. Jesus, wet. Right, you open yours. <laughs> you open yours now. I'm playing this game. What have you got? Oh, and you've got Chitara. Oh. Right, give me that sober one. There's two. There's two left in this box. And uh, yeah, some. Booklets. I think they go with his Lego. Uh, there we go. 
we've got some, ah, see, there we go, we've got some uh, character bows and dice. I now have 104. Uh, <laughs> 104 character building dialects, which I feel is not enough. So that wasn't too bad. That's messing me up for the shock of numbers. How did he know? All the characters. Oh, <laughs> oh you got a wrestling game. No, we got a wrestling game. I don't understand wrestling. It's cool. Ah, is it really a wrestling game or is it a little box if I don't box? I think you should check that first. Are you being good? It's got the Elder Warrior on it. I know, but it's shown far up so far. Is it? Is it? Yes! yes! It's the actual game. Excellent. Well done. Feel proud. There we go. Amazing. Right. Um, yeah, it's a WWF uh, wrestling challenge game. Featuring nine of your favourite world wrestling superstars. Uh, and it's for AJ6 and up. Two four players and defeat all your opponents to win the championship. Okay. Well, well what we're going to do now then is... Uh, uh, we're going to take a slight break. Because we need to clean up some of the packaging. And then we're going to play the WWF wrestling, wrestling challenge game. And after the short musical interlude of, of some kind, which yeah. will exist in the future, you're going to come back and you're going to find that I won. That I won the wrestling challenge game. That's right. I love the claim. It's not a claim. It's a, it's a future fact. Okay. So future fact. We'll be back, gentle viewers. You dummy dodger! And we're back! Um, now, as we've done before, we will now recount to you uh, the rules of this exciting board game before giving you an epic uh, battle by battle commentary uh, for Mr. Turnbull um, of, of what went down. Now, yeah, well, uh, well, it's um, obviously, uh, the board game still has a charm to this day uh, in this age of digital entertainment. We uh, can access all sorts of games on our phones, or iPads, or specs, these kind of things. It's all very digital and things like that. And they, these, these have their place. Because uh, I enjoy computer games back in the day. Game and Watch as well, things like that. Toys, of course, still have their, their place as well. Physical things you can go for. But the humble board game, despite perhaps not being as cool 
or perhaps enjoyed by teenagers, it's still a, a great source of tension. A great source of tension for adults and kids under 10. Now, uh, this particular board game was produced in 1990 by Milton Bradley Company, with his, better known as MB Games. Now known as Hasbro. Now known as Hasbro. And it features a subject about which I know absolutely nothing about. So, uh, when it comes to explaining wrestling things, Andy will fill in the gaps. Yeah. This was the WWF Wrestling Challenge game. And very briefly, uh, the setup of the game says, uh, I'll do like one of the voices, like the wrestling did voices, right? Because I've seen clips. I know they do. <coughs> just pretend a microphone. Do you have what it takes to win the World Wrestling Register Trademark Championship? You've got to be tough as nails and chop as a tack in this battle of brains and brawn to read these rules and I can get ready to wrestle! Really? So that's what they, that's, that, that's what they say. Uh, who's, um, who's this they? Because I've been watching wrestling for years and the guys holding the mic are generally sound normal. It's the people they're speaking to sound like whack jobs. I've seen clips. Have you? Yeah. So, so the game itself um, is... It's for two to four players. Two to four players. And Describe the board. A uh, board is uh, it's a big square, which has in the centre of it a representation of the WWF uh, wrestling ring, where your battles are fought. Around it you have uh, uh, some <laughs> 14... <laughs> An indeterminate number of spaces on the board. the ability to count. <laughs> you have 14 spaces on the board. Yes. Uh, basically, you, which the majority of them are taken up by images of the wrestlers, and there's one square for each image. Uh, each wrestler, then there's some uh, options in between that. Sorry, there's 12 spaces, not uh, 14, I can't say. Yeah, no. so, so, yes. so you have where you can either draw a card or challenge, there's two of each. And you have the wrestlers, uh, which make which are several prominent wrestlers of the roster at the time. The object of the game is to, to sorry, <coughs> defeat all of your opponents to win the championship. Now, the way it works is it depends on the number of players, so we were only two of us, so basically you picked a, a colour of pawn or a marker, and you then picked four wrestler cards each at random, they were just, we shuffled and dealt them out, uh, so, and one wrestler was left behind now. This is, this is where, my excuse comes in right away, because you can't guess the result, uh, my, my favourite wrestler of all time, the neo-mad bastard conservative wag job, steroid enhanced talent that was the Ultimate Warrior, who is not available for selection. Now, for someone like me, for whom, for whom wrestling is completely meaningless, and unless he's got Big Daddy and Giant Haystacks, I don't know what's going on, who was the Ultimate Warrior? Or who is the Ultimate Warrior? Is he still alive? He is still alive, yes. Right. He's legally changed his name to Warrior. Has he? To, um, yes. He's not, he's not Ultimate anymore? Uh, no, just Warrior. That's not, he is still a lot more than wrestles. Basically, he was uh, a bodybuilder wrestler. He's most famous for WrestleMania 6, where he beat Hulk Hogan clean in the ring in what is still a legendary matchup. It's brilliant. Still is. YouTube kids watch it. He was known for. Why was it legendary? Because Hogan at that time was the most popular wrestler at the time. See, I only really know Hogan from that really bad science fiction film, Suburban Commando, where he was an alien and he came to America yeah. and he was like hiding out and, and not, it was like a big spaceship and, not and Rocky, he got fired through... Not Rocky 3. Was he in Rocky 3? Thunderlips. No, I don't know that Anyway, Suburban Commando, he fired and through like a big tube. Hulk Hogan's Rocket Wrestling? Uh, it was, there was also uh, Thunder in Paradise, yes. where he had the, the boat that he solved crime with and Patrick McNee from the Avengers helped him. Yeah, and That's who Hulk Hogan was sort of the most popular wrestler. Rest to, to, for those that don't know, and 
Wrestling used to be kind of based in regional territories in the United States. Kind of you had your Memphis territory, you had the Deep South, you had New York. Uh, Vince McMahon uh, nationalised it and bought a lot of the territories and created uh, the WWE. Was WWF. he the one who was Super Shredder in Turtles 2? No, that's Kevin Nash. Oh, okay. He was in the other company at this time. So I was trying to display some wrestling knowledge. No, no, was, a little bit. A newer wrestler was oh. That's Kevin Nash, that's big sexy. Right. So uh, he nationalised it and made WrestleMania sort of the, the big pay-per-view event that is. Uh, Hogan was the face of wrestling, and so he was the top good guy. Yes. And he very rarely lost cleanly, as in beaten by a better man, as it were. And this was his first. It was supposed to be a passing of the torch moment. Right. But Hogan, being a bit of a douchebag, kept around and tried to recapture the thunder. Dear. But anyway, so the warrior wasn't available for selection. So, uh, Ralph, who did you get? Uh, now, I got these I got these wrestler dudes, and I don't know anything about them, so as I read them out, Andy will give you like a, a history of them, using his specialist knowledge. Uh, the first one I got, who was my most successful player, is a chap in a blue leotard called Mr. Perfect TM. He looks kind of slightly angry, and he's got girly hair. Yeah, that would be uh, formerly Kurt Hennig. Sadly, Mr. Perfect is no longer with us. Oh he was uh, a very talented wrestler. He did, uh, as his gimmick was, he did everything perfectly. And one of the interviews in the pre-vintage uh, vignettes, they called them, just showing what they did in between, he basically turned his back at the halfway line of a basketball court, hoofed a, bas a ball, yes. and in one take. Oh, that's right. He is, uh, was a very good athlete. Uh, never quite made it to the top of the WWF, but was always there or thereabouts, but brilliant wrestling. How did he die? Uh, I believe drug-related death. That is unfortunate. As in a medical condition brought about by ah, drug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, that's, 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 that's really bad. Um, the the second chap I got here is um, dressed in sort of YMCA type cops outfit, and he, he looks kind of angry, but not too angry. That's the big boss man. That's the Ray big boss trailer. man. Who was the big boss man? Uh, he was a wrestler, kind of uh, Ray Trailer, just about came. That was his big gimmick in WWF, and he was uh, sort of moderately popular. Uh, he again. Uh, Heart, I believe a heart attack due to drug related and is no longer with us. That's unfortunate. His biggest feud that I can remember was he feuded with a, a convict wrestler called Nails. Right. <laughs> so, uh, it was yeah. the time wrestler yeah. had sort of okay. a larger than life right. gimmicks to appeal to kids. Okay. Okay. Um, the third one I had uh, is sweating profusely. It looks like someone from the East End of Glasgow who eats too many cuddies. And his name is Earthquake. Uh, the, who's John Tenter, who again is, is sadly no longer with us. Who he passed away due to cancer a few years ago. Oh uh, basically, kind of what, sort of the archetypal sort of circus style wrestler. Big, powerful but overweight looking. Not built for the sort of bodybuilder style that we have now. I see. He was quite successful for me. Um, the, the last one. Uh, who who did great stuff for me is a chap called the model uh, who Rick Martel who appears not to be wearing many clothing and looks slightly um, cunch. No, I think he's got he's got nice glasses and he's got a kind of bow tie thing going on. He just looks slightly um, what's the word down for hen nights, shall we say? Yeah, yeah, that's kind of his gimmick. Yeah, it looks like I looks like one of the people that bursts out of cakes at head nights and goes, "Hello, Eddie, come and fuel my my one wine for cash." It's what he did kind of look like. Right. So, what was he actually like in the show then? Uh, again, same thing. There or thereabouts. Just one of these wrestlers they continued to try and repackage to make successful, but just didn't quite have that sort of it factor that people call it that connected with the audience either as a popular villain or a a, a babyface or a good guy. Right. Uh, he, I could stand him. I never liked him. He just looked like a greasy oily prick. Oh dear, uh, that's unfortunate. 
Now, the four taps you have, the first one you have there is... Let's have uh, because I'm going to go through okay. the order. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, well, that's the Hulk Hogan man that you mentioned. Yes, uh, I hate Hulk Hogan. I've always hated Hulk Hogan. I believe he has a tape out. Oh, <laughs> love means sex tape. And yes, he is. And for the love of God, children, don't look. I hope you haven't. No. Good man, just checking. Uh, he's still with us. Uh, I'm aware of that. Sadly. Oh, dear. Uh, we have Jake the Snake Roberts. Did he actually have a snake? Yes, yes, right. that was part of the snake. So he had the snake with him. Oh, right. uh, what happened to the snake? Uh, I'm assuming he got several over the course of the oh, career. Okay. Uh, Jake is with us, although barely. He, he has a, had a massive history of substance abuse, although he's currently in the moment being helped clean by another wrestler called uh, Dan and Dallas Page, and it's sort of a, as a part of a, a project to get right. back in. Uh, arguably, one of the best promo promos, kind of, Creepy, creepy good guy, sinister villain, kind of on that. Oh, okay. Uh, absolutely, never. You, the stereotype of wrestlers when they're cutting promos is for the screaming and the shouting. Yes. He had a throat injury very early in his career, which meant he can't really shout. So all of his promos were quite sinister, husky, and whispered, and made them much more effective. Uh, again, a very troubled soul, but a brilliant talent. Never, as you can see, even from the photo, not quite the body don image there. No, no. Very always popular. He looks like a slightly more Hulk to. Uh, Timothy Dalton. You can see that. Yes. Uh, next in my ar- arsenal was uh, the match, the then Macho King Randy Savage. I've actually heard of him. He was on the WWF single Slam Jam, if you remember. That, that's Simon probably right. Yes. Yeah. See that? See that? Yeah. He's he's got a very colourful um, generation to Transformers type outfit. He was always in colours. He was always in the bright orange and the gloomy. Well, I, I can't disprove a man. He sadly is no longer with us. Oh, he had a heart attack while driving a car oh. uh, but it was a, a, again brilliant wrestler absolutely fantastic crazy ass gimmick uh, at times and he talked he had a crazy way of talking but it was quite good can you do his crazy how did he talk I can't really was well, it an accent to, no just, just yeah dig it she's <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 Spence right now has just been puffed. He's wank. <laughs> like, like, is, that, is it like? Because I think I've heard this guy. Is it a guy that, that, that sounds like he's constipated? He's like, I'm not him. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. But without the sort of farmer jail shit that you've got peppered through your impression. I was just trying to help. This is one of the few wrestling things I know. This podcast is an education for me as yeah. well as so, five people out there as well. So, Macho yes. King. And rounding up was my most successful uh, wrestler, who was the Million Dollar Man, Teddy Biasi, yes. who thankfully is still with us, and has uh, done God, actually. And, but was previously a quite heavy substance abuser as well. Uh, uh, sadly, part and parcel of, of wrestling, it would appear. Uh, he was the one that had the Million Dollar Bill, as you can see. And he was giving well, it was I, I, need to, I need to explain something to me, yes. which I've, I've, never, I've never understood. Why do they have these enormous belts that half the time you can't actually wear? Oh, they can actually wear them. It's shoulders. kind of a gimmick that kind of yeah. became popular for taking it to the ring. But it, it used to be. It used to be the champion would come out wearing the belt right. properly. Okay. It's just uh, certain wrestlers did it just for a fashion thing, and it's kind right. of. Uh, but no, uh, so the belts are made to be worn. Right. And some some of them do. He's got his on. He's got a picture on there. Yes, yeah, that was his pride. He he bought uh, the. It's all he looks, he looks like one of the Bee Gees. Does have a Barry, Barry he does, Barry. even in his pose there, he's doing a sort of BG uh, sort of pose there and I expect him to sing that high, high voice. He wouldn't sing, he'd probably pace on the dirt. His gimmick was obviously he was rich, he was a, yeah, it was yeah. always a heel, but right. it was fantastic. Bro, one of the best wrestlers. 
Uh, his son's currently wrestling. Uh, his son's a good wrestler, uh, awful on the microphone, and just can't seem to find a gimmick. That's unfortunate. So, those were our teams. Those were the teams. Um, yes. So basically, the, the gimmick is you you roll your dice and you go around, and if you land on a square which has a photo of one of your opponent's wrestlers, you can challenge them. Ooh. Now, the way challenging works is you go into the ring, you put your photo cards into the ring, uh, you had power cards randomly drawn, which assigned a, a wrestling move uh-huh. and a numerical value. The wrestling move was just for show. The numerical value is the important bit because you add that number to your dice roll. And basically, the first to three successful highest numbers wins. And this is represented by a chip, which contains the then WWF title belt. Mm. See? Yeah. People at home can't see that. I know, but I'm just showing to you. All right, thank you. Uh, so it had things like a, a suplex. Figure four leg lock, the leg drop, a bear hug, knee drop, flying body press, leg drop, power slam, special wrestling hold, roll extra die, which neither of us had. Mm-hmm. That'd have been a good one though. Uh-huh. Uh, figure four leg lock, uh-huh. airplane spin, <laughs> power driver, Flying body press. That's it. So just but, but as we all know, um, if if it's a bear hug, the easy way to defeat it just to throw a nuclear bomb at it. So <laughs> let's let's not revisit that fucking man. If a bear right. comes for you, you just throw a nuclear bomb at it. That's what's going to work. You don't go up a tree. The bear will shake the tree or wait until you come out the tree and get you. You don't stay still because the bear will just maul you. You just throw a nuclear bomb at it. I've explained this. It's simple. Let's move on. So anyways. Yes. The game, as it as it rolled, uh, it's very tense actually. It, it is because any time it just comes to the highest dice roll, it's always one that's guaranteed to to get the juices going. It's true. Who needs a games console? Licensed pictures of <laughs> men in oil, waving lycra, and a dice. I'm an old man. That's <laughs> all I need. How do you know this newfangled computer graphics pish? The motion capture bollocks, you know. So I just want Horlicks. That's what I want. I want the Horlicks of entertainment. Oh, 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 the brand I thought you meant you wanted the Horlick, and I was like, well, that can be arranged. I wasn't even thinking about that. That wasn't even something that was crossing my mind right now at all, in any way, shape, or form. That's your depraved imagination. I was just thinking about colourful wrestling characters on little colourful cards doing battle with each other by rolling a dice at each other. I wasn't thinking about Frank Miller type holding. That's your mind, not mine. What happened first in the game? Anyway, so, first off, I I, I did battle with uh, Hulk Hogan. Uh, uh, he, did he battle with Mr. Perfect? He did, indeed. Mr. Perfect, yeah. And Mr. Perfect won? He did. He did? Would that happen in, in real... Well, I want to say real life. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean. Uh, at this time, no, Hulk Hogan was so heavily protected. Perfect. Would, yeah. Or if he won, it would be through cheating. Ooh. So Hulk Hogan would still look like he's unstoppable. He had to do a bad thing to win. Right. So that. So basically, they were seeing perhaps one of the flaws for the hardcore WWF. Or would they throw the trestles of the locks up an alarm? Because I think Hulk Hogan got, I think you probably would as a kid if you got... It's more because who you're attached to. Right. Because certainly... Uh, I always hate Hulk Hogan, so yes. uh, it wouldn't matter what happened then. Uh, it's kind of, but you had your favourites, yes. so it was always the, the part. Even now, I still follow wrestling, and I enjoy the pantomime in the theatre of it. Mm-hmm. Well, where it's predetermined that the winner's already decided, 
But if the story's compelling and it's convincing, I'm along for the ride. Back to Hors. So, um, the, the second round. The second round, uh, I, I went up and Hogan lost. I was not upset. As well for the test at that point. I was, he took it like a man. Took it like a man. So Hogan went out. And then we had... Jake um, the Snake. Jake the Snake. He was, was he not fighting... Um, which one was he fighting? Again? I think he took Earthquake. Like he, he did, that's right. He took the man from Glasgow. Um, Earthquake. Does it honestly see the East End of Glasgow? It's full of people that it, look it just does. like him that fall out of kebab shops. No, do you know, shops, no, do you know if he had more hair, he'd look like the darts player Andy Fordham. Possibly. But, uh, but he no, he's, he's even got the sweat. He has got that 2 a.m. It's a Saturday morning. I'm really pissed. I, I need a uh, uh, pizza I crunch. Don't want, I don't want to want a, a pizza crunch. Do you know what pizza crunches are? I'll tell you, listener. A pizza crunch, this is great, I love it. It's not just a deep fried pizza. But it's a battered deep fried pizza. I might have one very soon actually, I'll have one for a while. Right? Uh, I just want to, yes. just to be upset you, that's probably not sweat. Oh. It'll be baby oil. Really? The wrestlers do like a bit of the baby oil. I don't approve of baby oil. Unless you're a baby. I was in that, he, he's kind of angry and pointing at me from the car, so I don't want to get upset. Yeah. Anyway, Earthquake was fighting um, the block, Jake the Snake Roberts. Jake the Snake Roberts. I can't remember what happened if I was less than half a minute ago. Jake the Snake uh, violently lost. He violently lost, oh dear. And would that, would that be something that was, that was realistic? Yes, that kind of thing. Right, Jake was one of these wrestlers that, because he never really held a top belt, he could win or lose, but he still had momentum no matter what. So it, he's what it, part of wrestling is, is about if a guy loses a lot, it then suddenly becomes difficult for him to be credible to maybe win further down the line. Right. In some instances, but some wrestlers can take losses, but because of the way their character is and how well they conduct themselves, they'd always be considered a credible challenger or up there. And he was one of those that right. could do that. So, yes, it wouldn't have been uncommon for him oh, to lose oh, oh. That is fascinating. Um, so, so, next up, uh, we had another Joe, which was, was it him again? Yeah. Uh, no, no, because no. I, I, I didn't. Was, yeah. was it the cop chap? It was Big Boss Man. Big Boss Man. Who was he fighting? Was he fighting the, the, the snake dude? You no, know, because uh, I lost the snake dude at that point. I, I, I was too I haven't even been drinking today. I was too down by this point. Right. Out of my, okay. my, my roster of four. It was a. Uh, no, sorry, it was the Million Dollar Man I brought out at that point. Right. Now, and <laughs> again, in real life. What would, what would happen then? The Million Dollar Man would be would the big boss man, yes. No he question was, at all, he's in very far away. Yeah. Okay. Right. It would have happened, so. Okay. And he did. And he did, so hooray for um, reality. Yes. So next up, it was Macho Man. It's him again. It was, Mr. It was versus Mr. Perfect, and it wasn't quite as perfect this time for Mr. Perfect. No. No, he, he lost. Would that happen? Yes, again, Macho Man was up at the top. Yeah. Perfect was kind of just on, kind of, you kind of, wrestling you have like your, your top tier, like yes. your elite guys who are always going to be in the, the main event. Yeah. Then you have the guys just underneath who can come into the main event and drop down a little bit. Right. So, so, so they're like the Fredo Roshi of confectionery, really, and they're, they're quite good and you quite like them, but they're, they're not like the, the best and they're not the worst, they're just quite nice. The upper, it's called upper mid card. Wrestling, mid -card. you kind of have the, the top of the card, uh -huh. bottom of the card, middle of the card, and then in between you have kind of people that move between them. And sometimes you move from the mid mid, mid card to main event, and sometimes you drop down. Oh, that kind of way. I thought it was just big fat dudes fighting each other in the ring. No, no, no it's, oh, not, it's, it's, it's a whole uh, psychological uh, chess battle. I, I, I believe we're going to have to educate you in the world of wrestling. Oh, well, let's move on uh, before the end of yeah. the podcast. Um, 
So next up, we had some more fighting. <laughs> so big boss man. Big boss man. But but this yeah. I still had the earthquake, didn't I? You did. Still had the earthquake, and he was fighting. Uh, he went up against the Macho Man. Did you not go up against the Million Dollar Man? Well, I could have. He did because he was out twice. Yeah, but he yeah. then was in the final. So oh, right, okay. That's what I'm saying. He's. Okay. I'm sure it was the Macho Man because oh. I had a. No idea what's going on. But the Macho Man against the Earthquake. Yeah. Successful sort of Macho Man. Ooh, controversial. No. Okay. <laughs> Pretty much the done thing. It was, that's how it would be. So it kind of looked. At that point, it's like ooh. It's all good. Yeah. Uh, very tense. So then we came to the finale. Yeah, it ended up being... No, tell me, you were right, actually. Ah, I knew it. Macho Man was out. But I knew it. that point, because it was Million Dollar Man. Right. So we were both down to one guy. Million Dollar Man and the model. Yes. I'd managed to uh, draw a cheeky card. It's true. Uh, which meant I had a power card going up against Ralph, which we squandered on our first, <laughs> first go. Which basically came down to highest dice roll anyway, yes. and it was mm-hmm. I won, one up. Yeah. Then I won one. No, no, I, oh, I went two up. Two okay, up. I went two up. Two up. And it's like, oh, it's all good plan. It's on the edge of extinction. Uh, it was truly like a real wrestling game. All these women appeared from nowhere with big boobs and and um, signs. And they were waving the signs at the side of the flat and they were going, go Ralph, go Ralph, yay, 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 yay. And then a big dude with a microphone came in from outside and was like, yeah, yeah, man, yeah, fight, go on, fight, whatever it is you do, inter-American wrestling, yeah, you keep doing that, yeah, yeah. And then like laser beams came down from the sky and all this light shone with it on. So you haven't been, you haven't been there. And then there was Robocop, because I saw this and I thought it was Robocop came out. (laughs) And he he walked around, he walked around with everything and he went, yes, uh, protect the law, keep going, man, you fight to the death, Robocop. And off he went. And uh, stuff like this went on. So it was very tense. It's very tense. It's a very good board game and all this extra shit went on. I mean, who who would have guessed? Anyway. Yes. So then I got one back. You did? Yes. And then I got another one back. Yeah. So it was two, 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 two. So the next, the next winner would decide the, the end between oblivion and greatness. The difference between Mr. Kipling's uh, gorgeous, delicious homemade cakes or some skank down the road who's made them. You might be out though. Mr. Kipling doesn't, so. Yeah, yeah. but Mr. Kipling's above such things. He Mr. Kipling doesn't need love. Mr. Kipling has the love of 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 everyone. Anyway. You can't really talk about public figures in that anymore <laughs> after, after a certain day. DJ. Not quite the same. Um, so, anyway, yes. the third dice roll. Yes. Mr. Tumble rolled a two. Like and at this point, Ross Dice went off the board and landed square up on a solid face with a one. Yeah, that's right. However, as everyone knows, the rule about board games is, or any game at all, but if you roll your die, it goes off the board, you've got to throw it again. doesn't matter if you won or lost, you've got to throw it again. Now, I, I maintain to this, to this right now that had, had Bond rolled no. six no. or indeed no. any number higher no. than a two, no. Bond would not have taken the moral high ground. How and the f- fact you're laughing says you know full well in the back of your head. Excuse me, it's, 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 the rules of gentlemen is that it doesn't matter. It went off the board, so we had to throw again. It's all right and fair. Robocop would back me on this. 
What no, 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 is, well, it's very well. easy to, to invoke that rule. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> mean, I won't even look <laughs> to see what the score is. Doesn't matter what the score is. Doesn't matter. Just because you can't hear it because I whooped your ass. At last, on a game on this podcast, you went down like a chicken that's been hit by a pellet gun because it went mad because it's been genetically enhanced and tried to eat people. Anyway, so we rolled the game. And I won. That's right. I won. Not only did I win a board game against Andy, but I won a game about a subject about which I know he hawed fuck all. This is probably guessed over the previous 40 minutes. I'm a champion. I'm a man. I can hear the roar of the crowd. I'm in wrestling now. Wrestling is my thing now. I'm giving up comics and science fiction and Lego and, and women and, okay. and love and you happiness that, kids. and all this. I'm sure. in for the wrestling now because I played the chap called The Model. And he's so we're going we're 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 to watch the model Rick Martel clips on YouTube and Ra's going to realise how badly he's going to come to hate this man. No, I'm thinking more of Deep Fried Pizza, personally. And of course the model Rick Martel on YouTube. Hey! So I know, uh, 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 that concludes. I think we're pretty much done for the first one. Uh, so yes. we'd like to thank Jai for his very generous gift. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, at the end of the day, he, he is now our most faithful listener because thanks to him, I triumphed over you. Finally. At last. Well, just a, I don't I okay. to the death. I will, well, not to the death, but both of you are speaking. To the death. <laughs> Alright, I'll cut you right now. You're not cutting me. I'll just punch um, you in the back. That's it, you're, you're game, <laughs> game over, mate. <laughs> no, <laughs> I've just recovered. Exactly, I've been a spot. Quick dent to the, the base of your spine and you're fucked. Like a suntan, but followed down. Yeah. Oh, dear. Anyway, um, so that has been us for episode 51. Yes, so uh, we will be back for episode... Uh, 52. Would that be the new 52? No. Okay. No, because uh, 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 there will be significantly less rape, dismemberment, murder and distasteful uh, images of women in positions which they physically can't do uh, in our podcast. There may, of course, be uh, some Doctor Who because I believe we are, we do owe you a couple of uh, uh, Call episodes. That's uh, true. And a uh, friend of the podcast, uh, Little Phil Bears, yes. ha- has sent a gift which is currently residing in Tumble Towers that we do have to uh, examine. Yeah. Yes, is, I think is pretty much, because we, we won't enjoy it. I've already sampled its uh, <laughs> delight. I do not know what the light is within. So we'll find out. So uh, um, two short weeks. So uh, if you want to, yes. oh, you okay. always do this. What? It's because I like a nice snappy ending. I know, but you still, do you know, it's every like, episode is somebody's like, first. Do you know what you, you, know, you are? Do you know who you are? You're like the end credits of the Hammer version of Kate Mass in the Pit. When the credits roll after the menace has been defeated across London and Kate Mass and the last are just like pipped against a wall going, uh, 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 for like three minutes while the credits and roll. And you are like the speeded up credits on BBC, which Nakon likes. Zip it! Oh. Anyway, if you want to find us or pass on any suggestions or feedback, uh, you can catch us both on Twitter. Ralph is at Stardubbing. That's at Stardubbing. No, at Stardub. Yep. You can uh, look up at Stardub if you like. It's a very entertaining Twitter feed, but it's not mine. Uh, mine's is at Andrew D. Turnbull. That's Andrew D. Turnbull, not Andrew Turnbull. And this is only aimed at one particular uh, friend of the podcast who 
decided not to get our names right. Uh, you can also grab, uh, we are available uh, for comment at the Nerdsphere uh, Network forums, also Full Metal Hero and the TMUK forum, as well as the main Stardub website, which Star, is at star-dub.com. And by this point, probably be about 130 odd episodes into the Daily Stractus as well. Hooray! And we'll probably start boring you over the next couple of episodes, uh, and by boring I mean exhorting, about uh, donating to Toy Fu for this year's auto assembly. Yes. Think of the starving children. Goodbye. But not while you're doing that. Okay. Didn't explain why the master tried to bum the doctor up that big radio last, did we? Maybe that can just be left to something in people's imagination. Do we need to explain that? No. Goodbye. What did I do to make fans in Doctor Who hate me? <laughs> <laughs> what well, can't.